0: Kia ora! I'm Georgia. I'm Catherine. And I'm Marley. And you're listening to.
1: Pampa!
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode nine. I can't believe we are one away from double digit double digits did it <laughs> <laughs> i
1: can't believe no, it it's it gone has.
2: really fast yeah so we have more exciting news this week georgia
1: yeah, yeah um just firstly thanks so much to everyone that entered that sleep store giveaway Um, We were quite overwhelmed with all the entries, actually. Something that lots of people said they would spend their $100 on was the Wool Babe sleeping bag. And Marley, you've got a couple Mm. of those, don't you?
0: I do. I've got four of them, and I just love them. I've been using
1: them since um, Mila was tiny. So good. Really fortunate the sleep store have actually said that this week they will give away a duvet weight wall Mm. sleeping thing
0: Yay! they're the best
1: ones super generous thank you sleep store so yeah again just keep an eye out on our instagram at parentpod.nz and we'll pop the details up there about it yes lovely thank you sleep
2: store thank you yeah how are you both yeah yeah Yeah. good (laughs) how are you guys i'm worried about you with covid oh god you both had a scare this week Yeah.
0: yeah we were isolating from what day was it must have been monday Monday to Thursday because Zane's sister tested positive for COVID on um, Monday and she, they, How is she? She seems fine. She said she's just got a cough and a sore throat and just feels a little bit under the weather. But yeah, other than that, fine. Yeah, so she was at her house apparently when she was infectious, which is great, but um, we've all tested negative, so.
1: Yay. Gosh, it's everywhere though, isn't it? We had, yeah. a, um, we had a scare as well, actually. We had um, someone over at our place on Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday morning they started showing, showing symptoms, and then, yeah, tested positive on Monday, and we just thought, we'll definitely have it, because they were at our house for a few hours, we hugged them, they held the kids, which... I've kind of been kicking myself a little bit for being so relaxed like I don't know how you guys feel about it like I feel like we I maybe need to be a bit more vigilant with it but then you can't live your life in fear I guess.
0: No I feel like that as well and I was weirdly calm felt okay about it when I thought we might have had it. Right. I have like a COVID like medical pack thing that I made up and stuff with everything that we'll need and I feel kind of organized, oh, so. That's good. Yeah. Mm,
2: that's such a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's such, such a hard one, isn't it, with the kids? Because you think, oh, you can't stop them from doing absolutely everything. I know. Whilst you waiting for them to get it, because is it inevitable they're going to get it at some point? I feel like yeah.
1: we're
0: all going to get it at some point.
1: It's actually, I, I am worried about the kids. But for me, yes. I'm probably more worried about, like, my grandparents, who yeah. we see a lot. Yeah. Um, um so we even though we're like technically out of isolation now but with the rules changing i still won't go and see them for a couple of days So we don't have any symptoms yeah. or anything which i find amazing i'm like how did we not catch it like neat we've had negative tests and everything and i'm like i feel like we should have got it like thank god we're vaccinated oh 100%
0: weirdly in Zane's sister's flat there's 10 of them that live there and sh- out 10? of yeah they live in a uni flat and there's 10 of them she is the only one that's tested positive everyone else has tested negative which is so weird, weird.
2: so crazy yeah hang on it's 10 girls in that 10 flat. yeah
0: 10 girls yeah
2: how many bathrooms I
0: think there's it's <laughs> it's really big I think there's five bathrooms maybe
2: Oh, okay yeah it's manageable i just
0: it sounds mody fun mody. but it sounds dirty as well so <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes it sounds like one of those like sorority houses mm. that they have in, in the states
0: yeah, yeah yeah she sends us like snapchat videos sometimes of like their parties and things and it just it just all looks like it needs a good clean yeah
1: <laughs> i think the most i did with steven girls oh. And it was so much
2: fun, Mm. like the best. Yeah. But I just can't imagine how it works with closet
1: space and bathrooms. We actually had one shower for seven girls as well. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: Oh anyway, my goodness. How are yeah you? How are you <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're pretty good. Slowly I think we are adjusting to the heat. Mm. Someone said to us the best way to adjust is to just not have the air con on overnight. Ah. <laughs> Which sounds like hell. <laughs> yeah. I should have thought that. But we thought we'll do it. Maybe that is the best way. And then we both just like lay awake until 1am sweating. And we're like, nah, we're going to put the aircon back on. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But we are slowly, we are slowly adjusting to it. And just working out what times you do things. We have to be out of the playgrounds by 11 o'clock and back indoors. And then in the afternoon, it has to be an indoor activity, really, or swimming. So Mm. yeah, Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Mm. How are the boys? Yeah, they're getting, they're definitely getting better. There's a lot less tears and clinginess and I'm loving hanging out with them. My two best buds. Oh, oh they're so sweet. <laughs> so what's on top for you guys?
0: We have just decided, decided that we, we've set a date for when we're going to get married, which is really exciting. And we've just started organising all of that. Yay.
1: Yeah, it is so exciting, Molly. Yeah. That is so exciting. I think,
0: like, the wedding chat from you, Georgia, and from my sister has really made me just want to get married. So, um, yeah. yeah.
2: So, where are you up to in the planning process?
0: <laughs> I've not very far. <laughs> um, we've just decided and paid for where we're going to get married. Yeah. <gasps> And that's about it, really. Got, like, the photographer sorted and stuff like that. Oh, good. Oh,
2: great. Yeah,
0: just using the same guy who does – oh, my God, sorry, my child's screaming. The same guy who does all of our family photos all the time, so that's nice. Mm.
1: Oh, that is so exciting. But, yeah, that's me. Uh, What about you?
2: Georgia, what's on top?
1: Honestly, not much, really. We Yeah, we were just isolating all week. Just the rona? Mm. Yeah, just the rona. It was so nice having Tomo at home, though, I have to admit. Oh. Even though he was working a bit, yeah, it was really nice. And, yeah, went wedding dress shopping, mm. more wedding chat, which was good. Definitely hard going when you're breastfeeding, <laughs> like, oh, like yeah, breastfeeding boobs. And I was like, these probably won't look like this when I get married, but they'll just be really saggy. Oh,
2: oh
1: yes. <laughs> but. The lady was really nice about it and she was like, Oh, you know, like we can just we can work around yeah. it basically and like, you know, make them look good. <laughs> so yeah, it just had I feel a bit boring, but we just haven't really been doing much this week. I mean, but going wedding
2: nice. dress shopping is a massive thing for you to have done this week. So Yeah.
1: It was a real roller coaster because I had to cancel all my appointments because I thought we would still be isolating. And then the rules changed, so then I had to try to get all the appointments back, and two of them had been taken, so it was just a bit all over the place. But it worked out fine, and it was really special and really nice to mm. go with some oh. close friends. I'm, I'm not having bridesmaids or anything like that, so it was nice to be able to do something special with oh, yes. some really close friends yep. and my sister. So, Yeah. And have you said yes to the dress? I re- There is one that I really love. I haven't said yes yet, because I still want to go to another place, Mm, mm. but I do really love it. I didn't want to take it off, which I feel like is a very good sign. That's a great sign. Yes. Yeah. Where there are some that I put on and I was like, I don't even want to walk out of this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. If they just weren't
2: comfortable. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's so exciting. That is
2: very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. What's on top for you, Catherine? (laughs) Clawing back screen time. Mm. Oh... Obviously, just with quarantine and being on the plane and stuff, we allowed quite a bit of screen time. Like, we allowed them to watch a movie every single day. It was the same two movies, though, on alternate days either Encanto or Moana. (laughs) They just love them. (laughs) Or actually, The Snail and the Whale. That's the other big favourite. But now we are living a normal life. We can't be watching a movie in the middle of the day anymore but they keep asking for it so we're just trying to minimize it i just don't know whether to go cold turkey and say nah screen's completely gone or just say no it's okay you can do 20 minutes while i'm getting dinner ready every night Mm. i reckon and that's it. it it's just so hard isn't it once you've let them run loose it's also sometimes for your sanity yeah Yes, well, I I do I do always feel like I need it at about four thirty when I'm getting dinner ready that's, because yeah. that's the yeah. time when they are quite ratty, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's
1: when it comes on at our house. Same too. Yeah.
0: Although yeah. we um, have it, like we get up in the morning and she, we, she'll have TV on in the morning, but it's hard. It's a hard one, isn't it? Um, but I think like you just need it, it for your own sanity sometimes.
2: Yeah, I think we might just keep it in that afternoon bit for like you know 20 minutes half an hour mm. but it's it's hard pulling it back definitely isn't yeah. it they when they ask for it you have to come up with something really exciting yeah. and they'll forget I know they'll forget about it in a week and it'll be fine but I read online they say that they reckon children have as much screen time and hours as the age that they are
0: uh, ah. a day or a week yeah
2: a day I don't
0: feel like three hours is a lot is it- that is a I lot. know, that's what Imagine I Imagine an eight-year-old, that's their, so their whole much. day
2: pretty much. <laughs> I know, it must stop by five, I don't know. But I um, thought three, two or three hours is so much. Mm. That is a lot. It made me feel better about feeling, you know, because those movies are only an hour and a half and I was feeling yeah. bad about those. Mm.
1: Do you guys find, though, that if they have a bit more screen time, like when Flo was young, Harry definitely had a lot more screen time, they become really bad at playing? Mm.
0: Do you, do you yes. find that? I find everything like even managing emotions and stuff has becomes really hard yeah. after spending a lot of time um in front of the T V. Yeah.
2: Yes, a hundred percent. I know what you mean about the playing. They just then can't play without having something in the background. Yes. Yeah. Weird. I, I've started just putting for exactly that reason, I started just playing the Encanto soundtrack on uh. like our Google home in the background mm. and actually that seems to be working fine at the moment.
1: That's a great idea. Yeah, we do that with the it's
0: Frozen a, yeah. soundtrack a lot. We just have that playing instead of TV. They That's are so
2: catchy, aren't they? They really
0: are. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I
2: honestly feel like if they were ever going to put Encanto on Broadway or the West End, I could fill in for any of the characters <laughs> with just like an hour's notice. Oh. <laughs> any of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a very special episode this week don't we we? do all about (laughs) georgia very (laughs) special yeah georgia's birth stories and they're such great ones aren't they she had really exciting fast births didn't you it's very quick
1: yeah so nice reflecting on them actually
2: oh i bet
1: hopefully i'm lucky enough to do it again sometime hopefully i'm sure you will be gosh
2: If you do it next time it might be like an eight minute. You'll birth. literally oh, you'll god. sneeze
0: and it'll your baby will be out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well if they if they have each time like they say they do, it will just Oh my do that god, theme. imagine that. Oh my Ooh.
2: gosh. Could you imagine if you did just sneeze and <laughs> that is pre- a great! I remember I'd be worried about your pelvic floor. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Catherine,
0: you messaged me after I had Layla, like literally when I was in the hospital, and you were or maybe when I got home, you're like, it's like you've just coughed and had a baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like that, no, at all, was it? Almost, but right. Let's get into let's it.
0: Let's enjoy the episode. At the end of both of her pregnancies, New Zealand entered a level four lockdown, which provided some uncertainty around what giving birth would look like for her. Georgia had two quick births and a really positive induction experience. When and how did you find out you were pregnant?
1: Um, so, Harry, my first, he wasn't actually planned. And I had missed my period and then just was not feeling feeling great. So I said to my partner, Tomo, um, I think we should go and get a pregnancy test because I, I just don't feel right. And he was like you're just being silly it'll it'll come you'll be fine um, and then we went to the supermarket and just to shut me up basically he we got a pregnancy test, got home, took it and it was positive. Just the shock was was crazy and the first thing we actually did was drive back to the supermarket and get two more pregnancy tests <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> to, yeah, to come back and just make sure that it was actually positive. Yeah, it definitely wasn't, like, on the cards for us. We were planning on going overseas. But, yeah, and then COVID happened, so we couldn't have gone anyway. So it was all, all meant to be.
2: And had you mm. guys discussed having kids before that point or when you would want to have done it?
1: We we had definitely said that we would want kids. We knew that was on the cards. I'm, like, such a maternal person, Um, so I had always wanted kids lots of babies we had just planned we'd go overseas for a couple of years and then probably get married and then then have kids so yeah we definitely mixed it up went away from the plan but it's been great can you define uh how many is lots of babies (laughs) well we're two down i think hopefully at least one more but we'll see (laughs) and what was your first reaction Just shock honestly I am I'm a really chatty person and we went for a walk after we found out because we just needed to kind of clear our heads and I think it's the quietest I've ever been I just just yeah (laughs) complete and utter shock and then we started to get really excited you know we then actually pictured it and what it would be like to have this wee baby and we 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 knew that we wanted to have kids with each other so it just brought it forward a couple of years.
2: Yeah, was it so weird just thinking. Right now, there is a baby inside of me. Like, and there, I didn't know about it five minutes ago. Bizarre,
1: bizarre. Still blows my mind that two children actually grew inside me. Now it is nuts. <laughs> how many, how many weeks were you when you found out with Harry? I think I was about five or six weeks. So still pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And what
2: were those symptoms that you were having that you said made you think something wasn't right?
1: I hadn't felt like eating that whole day, which is so not like me. I was like, this is really (laughs) weird. And then my boobs were really sore as well, which Ah. I thought, oh, is this just because my period's late or, yeah. I just knew, I knew it was more than that. I could just, yeah, I just You get a feeling, don't you? I really, really did. Really did. Mm and who were the first people that you two told um I told my friend Sophie um she lives in Auckland and she was down and it was about we actually just kept it to ourselves for about five days just because we needed to process it and then I told her Mm. and then um we told our other friends Heidi and Tyler pretty soon after and Catherine you as well and thank goodness I did because you put me onto the best midwife ever
2: <laughs> I remember you telling me, um, and you came around to my house, and I remember Hugh had like bronchitis and yeah, had a fever yeah. and was just whinging and moaning, and I was like in my pajamas at twelve thirty in the mid- like in the middle of the day, and I thought, oh my gosh, I hope she doesn't think this is what it's going to be like. <laughs> you'd made it, but it is. You'd made it look so great, so that's why. Aww. Um, What was
0: your
1: pregnancy like with Harry? Yeah, it was really good, actually. I, I was about 24, so I think being reasonably young mm. was great. I felt quite sick from about six weeks to kind of 12, 13 weeks. Mm. Just the eating crackers all day. Really, like, could not eat any vegetables at all. Um, just mm. lived basically off a beige diet. Lots of KFC um yeah what do you think that's about just Just like why greasy greasy chicken yeah you
2: think like when your body is growing another human it would want like fruits and veggies and and like you know dairy just all the things that you like i imagine need to grow a baby not like the bland stuff it's so strange i remember actually
1: really worrying about that when i all i could eat was Mm. toast crackers KFC hot chips I was like I'm like doing a disservice to my baby it's not getting everything that it needs what's it going (laughs) to turn out like I was actually quite worried about it but then I remember saying to my midwife and she just said it'll be getting everything that it needs like don't worry about it just eat what you can but I was quite worried because my mum she actually was really sick with um, myself and my sisters so I'd always thought that I would have really bad sickness during pregnancy. Um, So Mm. I think I got off quite lightly, actually. Do
2: you reckon it's because um, Harry was a boy and obviously you guys are all girls, aren't you? You and your sisters.
1: Yeah, well, I I did really think that. And when I was pregnant with Harry, I thought... Because we didn't find out his sex. So I thought, oh, this must be a boy. And weirdly, everyone thought I was going to be having a boy. It was... Yeah, it was funny.
0: I suppose, like, I just envisioned you having, like, a boy. I don't know why. But you just just seemed like a boy mum, even though you're not just a boy mum now. But just, you know, like, (laughs) you really, when he came out a boy, it was just so you. (laughs) Yeah, no
1: one was surprised. We weren't even surprised. If he came out and it was a girl, I would have been shocked, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did you have any hiccups in
2: your pregnancy at all or anything that was like you know out of the norm or did it just run really smoothly all the way up to the end
1: yeah it actually just ran really smoothly which was lucky i guess the biggest hiccup would have been covid really mm. um yeah so what's I was, that <laughs> yeah <laughs> the c word yes yeah, 33 weeks pregnant when it was announced that we are going into lockdown and I was at work, and you were actually there, Catherine. And I panicked because everything was closing, and at that point, we didn't know if we could do online shopping and things like that. And I just said, "What do I need for a baby?" Because I hadn't actually bought anything because I thought oh, I'll have this lovely maternity leave. Mm. I had about four four weeks off, thinking I'd do all this really nice stuff, and I just panicked, bought all this stuff. Yeah, because I was just didn't really have anything at all. Oh, stressful.
2: What was going through your mind at, apart from, you know, buying stuff for baby, because that's such a good practical thing you did in that moment. What, was, what were you thinking or feeling at that moment?
1: I, I was worried that my family wouldn't get to meet Harry. I guess we were far mm. enough out at that point. You know, I was, still, I was still about seven weeks until I was due. But because it was the first lockdown, we really just had no idea what it would look like mm. and how long it would last. And um, I've got a sister that lives overseas and it, you know, they had been going through it for a while already. So I thought maybe we were going to be following that path. Um, and I was obviously a bit anxious about giving birth and whether Tomo could be there or it was oh, yeah. just, it was just lots of unknowns really. Mm. And you're mm. right because it was
2: the first one, the guidelines didn't come out very quickly, did they? For the hospital, kind of visitor allowances and things. I feel like
0: everything kind of like was changing a lot as well. Like when things were updating all the time. So the uncertainty of that for you must've been really hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was quite hard. And I guess it's the the kind of thing that at the time it's just, you just go with it and it is what it is. Um, And it's probably not until now looking back and think, oh, that actually was probably a little bit stressful, but it all worked out fine. We, New Zealand actually went to level two on my due date so. Mm-hmm. Handy. Yeah, yeah really handy and then it ended up being five days late so it all worked out fine.
2: Oh, did it affect any of your childbirth or parenting education at all like any classes you did?
1: Yeah so we we'd signed up for antenatal classes and we did one class in person. Um, we were we had to be socially distanced at this point and we were on these really uncomfortable chairs in this mm. massive hall. So I'm actually so relieved we only did one class in person <laughs> and then the rest were done online. So it was really good um, that we could still do them. And it was great being able to just like lie on the couch and eat chocolate oh, yeah. while it was happening. Yeah. But it, I'd say it definitely meant we didn't form that strong bond with, Mm-hmm. the other parents just because we only, we literally met them once um before having our baby so that was a bit of a shame but yeah. Um, yeah
2: I guess you have those little connections with people after the class and before and during coffee break and it's not like you can just have a one-on-one conversation in a like zoom <laughs> chat with 15 people
1: exactly that's the thing that's we didn't really get to know anyone um yeah which was a bit of a shame yeah and was there anything
0: else that you did to prepare for labor other than that
1: not really to be honest I was a bit like you Mali kind of just Mm. went in blind and I you know had that mentality that my body will know what what to do Mm -hmm. I I did listen to a lot of podcasts the Kiwi Birth Tale podcast I honestly feel like that was a really good way to prepare because it you know, you hear so many different stories. Yeah. And I just knew that what will be will be almost.
2: And what was your view of childbirth and labor before you went into it?
1: Um, obviously nervous, I think. And yeah, I was I, – but I was excited, I think. I really just tried to – I heard somewhere that said, you know, it'll be painful but you just have to remember that it's positive pain.
0: Yeah, and mm. that's a good way to look at it.
1: Yeah, really good. You every other time you're in pain, it's because you've broken your leg or you know something bad has happened. Whereas this is such a positive outcome. Mm. Mm. So I just keep trying to think about that. Really, yeah. Um, and I also, you know, talking to other people that have given birth, I don't feel like you can fully understand it until you've actually been through it yourself. No way. True. Yeah, that is true. So did you come up with a birth plan? Not really. We just knew we wanted to birth in the hospital. I just felt, for me, I felt best there if I needed anything. I d- liked the idea of being there already and then being able to move afterwards rather than training. Yeah. Yeah. And I was honestly open to anything. If I needed an epidural or a C-section or whatever, I was pretty open to open to anything should we get into the good bit
0: (laughs) what were the first signs that you were going
1: into labor um yeah so i was five days over which if you've been overdue you know that that feels like five weeks yeah (laughs) um and obviously it was locked down so i hadn't really seen anyone Tomo had gone back to work at level three so i just had you know, couple of weeks all day at home by myself. Didn't get this amazing maternity leave that I'd planned for, but that's okay. Um, and then, yeah, so the baby hadn't been moving that much that day. So I would um, messaged my midwife and she said, come in, we'll get you checked. I'd already had a stretch and sweep a couple of days earlier. How was that? It was fine. I think I was already a couple of centimeters dilated without knowing. So it wasn't actually Mm -hmm. painful, which was good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so Tomo had come home early. We'd just walked down to the supermarket to get some snacks. It was about a 2K walk probably. Um, Gosh,
2: that's good going when you're overdue.
1: I reckon you're game. (laughs) I wanted the snacks. (laughs) So got the snacks, came home, had probably been home 10 minutes sitting on the couch and I just heard a pop and I looked at Tomo and I said, was that you? He's like... (laughs) <laughs> what did you think he'd done? I don't know. He was like, I think that was you. And I said, I, think, I, actually, I actually think that was from inside me. <laughs> and then I kind of rolled over and just felt this massive gush. <gasps> um, Yeah, so called my mum. I was like, I think my waters have broken. And yeah, and then called my midwife and she was like, well, you're coming in anyway. You know, labour, it can take 24 hours to start. So... Unless there's, like, if the waters are all clear, just come in and I'll check you anyway, but then you might have to go home. And I was like, okay, yep, that's all good. And then about half an hour later, I thought, oh, I feel like something's happening. You know, I got that really low, crampy, period pain feeling. So we'll just carry on. We'll go and see the midwife and, you know, it'll be all fine. And then an hour later, we... Headed into the hospital to meet her, and by this point they were getting quite intense. Like in the car, I really had to breathe through them. And then we parked, good five ten minute walk away from the hospital. Left our bags in the car because we thought, oh, we'll we'll be coming home. <laughs> got to the midwife. I uh, got to the hospital. Midwife was running late because I hadn't said anything. I didn't tell her my contractions had started. When she arrived, she saw me and she said, "You're." you're in labor you know you're in active labor (laughs) oh thank god that this is it because my my contractions from the start were a couple of minutes apart
2: wow
1: right you know during antenatal classes they say they'll be 20 minutes apart and oh i know so i thought oh this obviously isn't it Mm, like i've obviously got a really low pain threshold and this is not contractions so yeah God help me when it actually is contractions. <laughs> but it turns out it was, so that was quite good. You're just so hardcore. I just, <laughs> honestly, I just thought, what what am I getting myself into? This is going to be awful. <laughs> and then, so midwife checked me and she said, I don't, I don't think you can go home. Like, you're actually, you're right into it. We need to get you into the birthing suite. Where are your bags? And we said, oh, oh no. In the car, so... I got up to the birthing room. Tomo had to run back to the truck oh. and get our bags. We, oh, yeah, we just weren't thinking really. And then. Um, How did you feel at that moment knowing it was happening right now when you thought you might have another evening at home? I, yeah, I was shocked, I think. And I just, it was, now, looking back now, it was quite overwhelming because I thought it would be really slow. You know, mum had said her first label was like, Thirty hours or something. So I just thought I'd have all this time
0: to sort of like process what was happening.
1: Yeah, and to slowly ease into it. And I think, you know, everyone says you have a contraction and then you get all this downtime. Whereas for me, it was like on little break, on Mm. again. So that was mentally quite quite tough. Um, yeah. Tomo went to get the bags, and when he left, I started on the gas. So he said he came back and I was high as a kite. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. But um, the question yeah. is, did Tomo try the gas? Yes. Do you know what? He actually didn't. And I, oh. I think he still gutted about it. I was, oh. Because my contractions are so close together, there was no time. I feel
0: like it's like a rite of passage for the, the males to like try the gas when they're in there, surely. Definitely.
2: <laughs> yep. It would have been a bit unfair, though, if you were like going hard out on a contraction. He was like, Do you mind if I just um grab a bit?
1: (laughs) Yeah, can I I have a hone on (laughs) that? Yeah, so contractions happening on the gas, and then started to feel like I was transitioning. Which I, to be honest, I didn't even know what that was with my first. I just Mm. was like, Oh, this is this pain's feeling different. Um, was on the bed on all fours and then got really bad back pain. So I actually ended up lying on my back, Mm -hmm. which at this point I said to my midwife, I said, at what point do people ask for an epidural? Because I, I, again, I just still didn't know if I was going to have another six hours of this or eight or one hour. I just had no idea. And she said... um, she said, "Oh, you're you're well and truly past that point. Oh. You're, yeah, <laughs> that you're gonna so meet sad. your baby really soon." And I just thought, "No, <laughs> I can't do this." <laughs> oh. Yeah, so ended up. Then I started pushing. Ended up pushing for about fifty minutes. He got quite yeah. He got quite stuck. I think he was a bit sideways. So all of a sudden, there was about six people in the room, and I ended up having an, an episiotomy. Mm-hmm my midwife said to me, you've got one more chance to push him out. Otherwise we'll have to use forceps. And mm. then she looked at me and said, you do not want the forceps. <laughs> so I, uh-huh. I was like, okay. And then, yeah, managed to push him out. And he, we held him up, saw that he was a boy, um, came straight onto my chest for that skin to skin. And I was, I was in shock, to be honest. I think because it all happened so quickly. I just, yeah, I was in complete shock. Obviously, loved him, knew he was my baby, but didn't have that like initial bond, or not bond, but that initial hard out love that lots of people yeah, talk like about. Because I, I was yeah. in shock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I was just in shock that it had all happened so quickly. Mm. So yeah, we did that. We did delayed cord clamping and then tomo cut the cord i lost a little bit of blood so i had to um just be on a drip for a little bit yeah i remember
2: remember when you said afterwards that during the birth weren't you like tomo
1: take your clothes off (laughs) Yeah, yeah weird i don't know why i think because he was he was right there and i felt like he was really hot mm. so i made him take his clothes off so that he when he was close <laughs> to me i couldn't feel his clothes on my skin because <laughs> in the photos uh middle i took some photos and i said to him why were you topless like, that's weird <laughs> he was like you made me do it <laughs> i bet you just don't remember no idea at all god knows what else i said who knows <laughs>
0: You just don't remember in those moments, do you? No, not at all.
1: So yeah, we were really lucky. We were able to move to St. George's, which is the birthing centre. We did that about four hours after, which was like 1am, I think. And definitely had to do a pit stop at McDonald's on the way. (laughs) I was starving. And yeah, it was quite weird driving through the um, drive-through without four hour old baby but it was worth it for a cheeseburger i think it's the best cheeseburger i've ever had which is saying a lot because i've had a few you know 3am cheeseburgers after a night out
0: usually they're pretty good
1: (laughs) yeah this was this is really good (laughs) so surreal
0: i'm surprised you had an like i just didn't even have an appetite and so i'm surprised that you could
1: have an appetite afterwards i suppose everyone's different i think i was on such a high to be Mm. honest yeah like we went to St George's because it was level two. Um, Tomo had to leave, so he could he could come in every day. But you know, once he was there, he had to be there for the day. He couldn't come and go, oh, so yeah. he went mm. home that night. And I did not sleep all night. I think you said as well, Molly. I just mm. I just watched him sleep all night, and I was on such a high, and was really excited. I think to call people um, in the morning and tell them and yep. yeah yeah yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. that's lovely. Um how did you feel in the postpartum period? Like afterwards? Um like going from 0 to being a mum or like yeah, zero children so
1: quickly. It, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it it was actually I actually found it quite hard. Yeah, I I did have a rough breastfeeding journey, mm-hmm. which we'll get into um another day, but I think that definitely had a really big impact on me. I felt, mm. you know, I, I knew that you could get the baby blues, but I just kind of dismissed it. I thought, oh, I'll be fine. Mm. But yeah. yeah, it hit me pretty hard. I, I'd i say for the first three weeks, I cried every single day mm. over nothing. Like I remember uh. thinking I'm, I'm so happy, but... I'm crying for no reason. And, you know, if I wanted to have a nap during the day, I could only do it if Tomo came and hugged me, which is just so, <laughs> Yeah. you know, when you're not in that, that time, it seems so bizarre. But, yeah, um, I think the breastfeeding definitely impacted me more than mm. what I knew at the time. And then at what point did you think, let's just go again? We've got this. Oh. Honestly, if I think Tomo had his way, it would have been after, like, Two months
0: I actually I remember um, Coming to visit you And I think Harry Was like Seven weeks Or something Seven weeks old And you said Tomo's asked um,
1: When we can start Trying for another baby Already Yeah <laughs> Like oh my god Honestly What were we thinking <laughs> Yeah So I managed to put it off For a while And then When Harry was about Five months old I think We thought Such a okay, long time You put it off yeah. for we had seen Catherine do it so we thought yeah we'll be right when harry was five months we thought okay let's start thinking about you know trying again um and then so so fortunate we actually fell pregnant the first month so harry was six months old at this time oh my goodness (laughs) still such a baby very blessed and, oh, honestly, such a baby, and we thought he was so big. Yeah, mm. I mean Harry was yeah. very large. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was. He was a chunky baby. So. <laughs> he
2: probably looked like a, like he was a year old at that point. Yeah. <laughs> what was your
0: first
1: sort of signs that you were pregnant with Flo? I randomly one morning woke up and felt really, really lightheaded. I, I think I told you this, Marley, at work actually. I bent down to pick Harry up and I I nearly fell over and I'm I'm not a fainter, I've never fainted or anything before, but I honestly didn't think anything of it until I told you and you said, hey, maybe you're pregnant.
0: Yeah, because we were constantly checking in on each other to see um, if one of us was knocked up or not, so... (laughs) Um, it was very exciting, though. Yeah. Um, when you said that, I was like, ooh.
1: And you did the test that night, did you? No, I wasn't – I I literally must have, like, been just pregnant when that happened because I was still, like, two weeks mm. away from – or over a week away from getting my period. So I had to wait maybe three or four days to be able to do a test. So, yeah, did the test, and it came up as negative to start off with and then mm. um, looked back, like, a minute later – as I was about to go put it in the bin and saw a very faint positive line oh, so yeah so which exciting. was really exciting feel very 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 lucky that um, it happened so quickly for us mm. and was tomo surprised or just really really chuffed just really <laughs> chuffed and it was yeah. such a different feeling um being planned I think you know last mm. time it was just we were so shocked we, To be honest, I was actually still quite shocked this time that it happened that first month. I think in the back of our minds, we thought, you know, it could take up to six months. We really Mm. had no idea. Like, very, very lucky, but definitely, definitely still a bit shocked.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's understandable, isn't it? Just, I think pregnancy,
1: even if it's probably your ninth, is a shock. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah, nothing can prepare you for seeing those two lines.
2: And how did your pregnancy with Flo um, compare to your pregnancy with Harry?
1: Um, to be honest, pretty similar. I felt this a very similar t- um, amount of nausea in the first few weeks. I was, you know, that classic tired. And obviously, when you've got a little one to be looking after as well, I ate a lot of spaghetti on toast this time. I <laughs> no, no no KFC weirdly. Uh, you wonder if Harry will love
2: KFC when he's older. Yeah, will love spaghetti on toast. Maybe it'll be their like go-to, like after a big night out food.
1: Maybe haven't actually tried um, Harry with KFC. Maybe I will have to give that a go. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Around about twenty weeks, I got really bad back pain, and I I went to a woman's health physio, and I think because I had two babies so close together mm. um, and Harry was a big baby you know he was nine pound 10. Um, I think my body was a bit like what are you doing to me? I need a br- I needed mm. need more of a break but after getting some exercises and strengthening up uh, my back and pelvis that came that came right reasonably quickly which was good.
2: And were there any indications during your pregnancy that it was it might have been a girl.
1: Because you didn't find out, did you? No, we didn't. Um, I definitely craved sweet things more than savoury. Mm. Um, but other than that, not really. But weirdly, most people were convinced she was a girl, which is so funny. With you know, with Harry, everyone thought boy. And then with Flo, everyone thought girl. Um, like the morning I gave birth, Tomo said, I'm 90% sure this is going to be a girl which is just yeah bizarre you must just give off serious vibes when you're pregnant must do so bizarre because i carried very similar like i yeah looked it was oh lots of things are the same to be honest i
0: remember katherine you messaged me like i think we hadn't heard from you in like
2: two hours a
0: couple yeah yeah, a couple (laughs) of hours and Catherine messaged me and she was like, Right, we're taking bets. Is it a girl or is it a boy? How big is it going to be? When will it be born? <laughs>
2: <sighs> oh, I think, yeah. Marley, you were spot on. You were like, Girl, flow, done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Most- I just had it. I did have a feeling. Yeah, it's funny. And mm. we, because Catherine had two boys, Marley, you've got two girls. I needed to balance yep. it out.
2: Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah
1: not too much of a sausage fest yeah no <laughs> and then oh. classically blame it on me day after my due date new zealand goes into a level four lockdown ah oh, georgia oh. you really take the piss Ah, oh, yeah i do so that was yeah that was like i definitely cried when i it oh. got announced i think because i was um you know, past my due date and I just thought I'm definitely giving birth in level 4. Classic that it's happening, happening again but it's, my midwife sent through things straight away and actually we found mm. out that it was fine. They relaxed things a lot with birth compared to last time which was great Um, so Tomo was allowed to be there the whole time which was good. I was just quite upset about um, not knowing that I wouldn't get to see Harry for a couple of days. Mm. And luckily my mum and dad were up with us because my birth with Harry was so quick. We knew that we needed someone there to be with him. So yeah, lucky they were there with us as well.
2: Did you have to take anything into consideration because you had such a quick birth with Harry? Like, were you given any extra guidance or did Tomo have to have extra prep in case you birthed at
1: home? (laughs) Uh, not really. Just my midwife said make sure you have a plan for Harry, so that as soon as you go into labour, you need to get to the hospital straight away, mm-hmm. and make sure you have a couple of towels in the car.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my goodness! Which I think oh. that really
1: panicked Tobo. He kind of thought she was joking, and then she was like, "I'm, I'm serious." Cool. Oh, so, oh. Yeah, but that was fine. Oh. So how
2: how far along were you when you went into labour with Flo? Yeah, so
1: I ended up at about a week over. I had a stretch and sweep and oh, it was my second stretch and sweep. And I still, I like wasn't really dilated. Not a lot was happening. So we made the decision mm-hmm. that if I hadn't had her by 10 days over, I would get induced. Just because mm-hmm. Harry was so big, um... We really didn't want to have another massive baby. Yeah. And with Harry, we didn't actually know he was going to be that big. So we didn't, yeah, same with us. We didn't know how big they were going to be. So once I found out that I was getting induced on that day, I just kind of wrote off that I'd gone to labor naturally. I just thought, oh, I'll just be getting induced. That's fine. Um, and yeah, again, level four lockdown didn't really have... Couldn't go off and do any nice things, but had lots of it was it was a blessing for us. You know, it meant we had such such a nice time with Tomo at home before baby number two came. So it was nice to spend that special time with Harry. Yeah. But Um, no pregnancy massage. No, unfortunately not. (laughs) Or pregnancy wax. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then so yeah, morning. Of ten days overdue, woke up, still no baby. Um, so off Tomo and I went into the hospital to get induced. And Um, how did you
2: what were your thoughts on induction, especially with like hearing lots of birth stories and things. What did you think about induction?
1: Yeah, I'd heard quite a lot of negativity around getting induced Mm -hmm. actually. Um, you know, lots of people say Mm. could end up more likely end up in a C section or more intervention yeah yeah a lot more intervention but i just i don't know maybe it's my personality i just was again was like what will be will be it'll be Mm -hmm. fine um it was it was very very weird going into the hospital to have a baby
2: yeah i
1: kind of missed that like um the spontaneity of it just happening and I think with Harry yeah. because my water's broke I was just expecting that that would happen again mm. handy for planning with a toddler though definitely it was great you know we could say goodbye to him it wasn't like it was in the middle of the middle of the night or anything mm-hmm. he absolutely loves my parents so I don't think he cared that we were leaving all gone so <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah so went to the hospital went up to three rooms to get induced luckily we had a room with a window so we were looking over at Hagley Park um nice. because of lockdown we weren't allowed to leave the room so once we were in we were in um and yeah I got oh I can't even remember what it's called it was like a little pill crushed up into a syringe that I had to take orally every two hours mm-hmm and you can do a max of eight doses in a 24-hour period. Um, and if nothing's happened, then you try again the next day. So okay. we were in the room, um, just had downloaded movies and things like that. And nothing nothing really happened. Got to about 7 o'clock. Again, nothing had happened. And we thought, oh, should we try and get some sleep? You know, who knows what could happen. Mm. Um, had my last dose at around... It's been about seven. Nothing happened in like, the evening. Yeah, seven in the evening, sorry. Yeah. So we've yeah. been in there got in there at nine AM. Um and then something just before nine o'clock, I thought, Oh, I I feel like something could be happening. Like I really felt like I needed to go to the toilet. Um yeah, so really felt like things could be starting to kick off. And then they came back in at nine and checked me and they said oh yeah you you know maybe two centimeters dilated okay great Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it just ramped up really quickly um my contractions were a minute on 30 seconds off and tomo was like we should call the midwife because she our midwife had said you know as soon as things happen make sure you call me because i know it'll happen quickly and I thought, oh, but it might take longer. And you know, it was nine o'clock. She's probably just getting into bed. Um, but Tom, I was like, no, we need to call her. So I called her. She ended up arriving at about 10.30. And at this point, I was like, I really, I need something. I need the gas. Because we were still in the induction room. So she came, got us into the birthing room, um, got onto and the- And were you checked then? Uh no I actually wasn't she could see from my like how intense the contractions were that I was obviously progressing quite quickly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she probably maybe 20 minutes after we'd got into the birthing room she said okay I'm gonna go and get all scrubbed up I think with COVID she had to be in not full PPE but you know a um, few more things on and as soon as she left the room, I just had this overwhelming urge to push, which I didn't really get with Harry. Um, but this time I was like, "I this baby is coming. Said that to Tomo, it was just the two of us in the room. And he told me to breathe through it. <laughs> 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 It'll be fine, just deal with it. Just I think he, he said, you just breathe through it. Wait till Di gets back. <laughs> <laughs> clench, just clench. Yeah.
0: <laughs> clench your legs together. Yeah,
1: But this time we, it was really nice. I'd done the Your Birth Project course. So kind of knew a little bit more about how I wanted the, my birth environment to be. And I think with Harry's, you know, there was quite a few people in the room and I felt quite out of control. So we... Tomo put some music on and we had the lights down and it was really nice. Um, Yeah, my midwife came back in and my water still actually hadn't broken at this point. So when I said I needed to push, she said, well, I'll check you just because, you know, we don't know how far along you are. Um, She checked me and she said, you're about eight centimeters dilated. And she said, I'll break your waters for you. So she broke my waters and then... I just felt like I needed to push, so did, and then about twenty minutes later, we Florence was born. So wow. My wow, gosh, that was so quick. It was it was such a different experience, and I I thought I had an amazing experience with Harry, and I, I really did. But this was this was amazing. I like I could really feel her coming down on the mm. birth canal, and I felt really in control. It was. Yeah, it was really special and lifting her up. Tomo kind of helped pull her out. Um, oh. She actually, we didn't know this, but she was actually posterior. So when oh. we he, when her head popped out, my midwife was like, "Huh, she's looking up at me. She's not meant to be <laughs> like that." <laughs> um, so yeah, Tomo kind of pulled her out, pulled her up, saw that she was a girl, and this time I really did get that overwhelming feeling of love and Aww. emotion and yeah. stuff. It was I think because I because I have Harry and I know how much I love him, I knew that I would love her like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah.
0: Do you think um her being posterior could have like contributed to your back pain that you're experiencing I, in pregnancy? Yeah,
1: I think so. And during labour I, I definitely felt it a lot in my back.
0: A, like a difference between her and her yeah, yeah, like-
1: definitely. I did. I birthed yeah. her again on my back. I think just for me, I find mm. that the most comfortable, and I think because I had back pain, it just really took the pressure off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I had a small tear with her, um and it was karma. Oh, honestly, I'd given birth, and it was really peaceful. And then I said, I birthed the placenta and said, "Oh yeah, I'll get to go to St George's now. This will be so nice." And then I had a postpartum hemorrhage, so oh. yeah. all you know, all these people rushed into the room. I ended up losing, I think it was about two and a half liters of blood. Gosh, um, which yeah was a bit of a shame, but it was fine. They, it was not from tearing or anything. They just said because it all happened so quickly, it was almost like mm-hmm. my body was trying to catch up with what had just happened right yeah. Um. so yeah we were able to stay in the birthing room for about six hours I was hooked up to the drip and stuff and then um, we got transferred up to the maternity ward at Christchurch Women's in the morning mm.
0: yes yeah, so we had how long did you stay in there for? so we had
1: that night and then one more night they just needed to check my iron levels and make sure that I was all okay so because of the yeah. um, bleeding and then with COVID as well we weren't able to go to a birthing center, but I mm-hmm. By then, I was pretty ready to get home and see Harry, to be honest, because it had been yeah. been a few oh, days. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh. oh, it's just so lovely hearing that you had such a. Um, even though you had two like great births, hearing that with Flo, you just felt so like empowered and in control, and you really you really felt it and. Kind of felt connected to the birth and to flow. Yeah,
1: yeah, I did. Yeah, I think the um, hospital midwife. She said I had to write this on your birthing notes. Apparently, as soon as I gave birth, I yelled out, "That was amazing!" Oh, Oh, (laughs)
0: that's
1: so nice, so lovely. Yeah, even though at the time I was like, "This fucking sucks," but (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah. (laughs) And how was um? how was postpartum for you second time round?
1: yeah it was good um i had re- quite low iron levels so definitely uh-huh. struggle that still taking iron tablets now but i think like day three when my milk came in i cried once and other than that i i didn't so it was uh-huh. very very different to um after harry um mm. Yeah, and You don't then, have time for crying when no. you've got
2: a toddler on an airborne.
1: You, really, like, you actually there's don't. There's no time for feelings. No. <laughs> and I think that's the thing. You know, when Flo was in bed, which that's when you get emotional. I was busy with Harry. Um, best distraction. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
2: And how's Harry taken to Flo? Because she's still so little
1: now, isn't she? Yeah, she is. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's so young like he's he is just yep. a wee bubber himself um mm-hmm. he he loves her he gives her wee kisses and the odd hit around the head but <laughs> he you know some things is really sweet like today she did a wee spill so he ran over and got a cloth and then came and tried Aww. to wipe her mouth <laughs> Which was really sweet. (laughs) Gorgeous. I just don't
2: think they would be siblings
1: if they didn't want to hit them. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, you can tell that there's sometimes when, you know, I go and get her up out of bed, he just has that look like, Can she just go away? Like I don't want her here. But then other other times he looks at her like he loves her. So Yeah. I'm sure it'll just get better.
2: Oh, yeah. definitely. And I guess with Harry being so young, he's just never going to know any difference. Like exactly. it's always just going to be him and Flo.
1: Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Oh,
2: so gorgeous. Cute. Oh, it's so lovely to hear your birth stories. You've just got such a positive outlook on all of it. And even if there are a couple of bumps along the way, I'm just like, well, eh, you know, it doesn't really matter. And things got better. It, you know, you're yeah. just so chilled and, and happy about it all.
1: I do. I do feel really lucky with... Um both of my pregnancies and births. Um, yeah. Yeah, feel very lucky and very, very grateful. Hence why you want to pop out like five more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely
2: have more of a break this time, jeepers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give your body a break. Did you do anything um, for your... Did you see like a postpartum physio or anything like that after having
1: both of them? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I after Harry I did. Like I said, he was about nine pound ten. So I think it was important to go mm. and get checked up. And then yeah, with Florence I did it at that six week mark as well. She was eight pound thirteen, so not as big, but still a pretty good sized baby. Oh, yeah, pretty chunky. Yeah. yeah. So got given exercises and things like that. It's it's such a shame it's so expensive because it's so important, I think, for everyone to yeah. go and do that. And I I used to exercise. I would like to say <laughs> I will exercise now, but we'll try to fit that in somewhere, but you know, to return to exercise safely is so important, I think. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And for
1: your mental health. Absolutely. Yeah, that's key. Definitely. Mm.
2: <sighs> Thank you so much for sharing. Who yeah, who doesn't love to listen to a good birth story?
1: <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed hearing about my births it was so nice to um, talk about them again actually um you can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify or google Podcasts, and we'd really appreciate it if you could give us if you could follow us or give us a rating um, you can also find us on instagram at parentpod.nz and don't forget to keep an eye out for our sleep store giveaway this week we are very excited. Next week, our episode is with Sarah from Rue and she is an incredible postpartum doula. Um, I learned so much from chatting to Sarah, and I have to say yes. she was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Such she was really so funny. funny. Yep. So funny. So keep an eye out for that one as well. Yeah. And uh, we hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and see you next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye.